what's up this is Steph G and this is Nika T and this is his, his hers and, and the, the truth, truth podcast This is your boy Steph G, and this is Nika T, and it's hot than a motherfucker in here. Is it? Yes. Walt Deezy hit the fan a little bit, like hit it two times. Yeah, the short string. Short string. All right, y'all hear it? Click, click it, click it. I don't know if it's the tequila already or it's the tequila. And I gotta work out in the morning. But I'm gonna make it though. Shout out to these black bearded god tees in here. Ooh, got one fresh one, one faded one. Boy. Like I, shout out to the, the they in here working it. I started to wear my black bearded god tee today. It's all good. But uh, I was in my sundress, so I was I was feeling like staying in my sundress today. You had your sundress on all day. I had my sundress on all day. Okay. Right. It, it's well, been on all day. Yeah, I've been on. <laughs> Maybe halfway. <laughs> but it's been but on. It's been on. <laughs> so, what's good, man? What's been going on last week? Man, not shit. Not shit. Trying to get my chi and all of that still centered and trying to get back uh, into reading some books and stuff. That's love. Yeah, yeah. I'm well, about book, to enjoy that. You, you, you started some books or you um, looking to start some books? I'm looking to start some books. I, I already own the books, um, and it's also a book that I downloaded recently. Um, so I already got the books. It's just uh, sitting down and reading them. Uh, so now that's that's the plan. Like after we get done this evening, before I go to bed, I'm gone. You gotta, you gotta let me know what books you're reading Because uh, I'm trying to download some more I got three whole credits on my Audible That means any book I get within Audible Go on, well, download them the books, the books that I'm currently reading Are more woman based What that mean? Uh, so like one is Pussy Prayer I like to study <laughs> hey, if you want to study that book By all you should, means You should hear the other podcast I uh, listen to I know uh, Yeah I know, because I love horrible decisions. You got to listen to cocktails, too. You send me some stuff from them as well. I yeah. They they dope, too. I like them. Uh, but, yeah, Pussy Prayer is, is a new one that I just downloaded. Um, I'm also reading a book called uh, Birthing Within, and that's um, more so educational-based for me as far as my doula work and everything like that. Um, I've been manifesting some things lately so mm-hmm. you know trying to get on that but yeah them them just two of the books that i've been uh, thinking about diving into i just finished i after we talked about the subtle art of not giving a fuck uh-huh. i had re-listened to it and i was just like yeah this is hey this is me so kadeem had hit me up because he definitely checks out the podcast and whenever yeah, he yes. check it out he Shout like, out to yeah, whenever he checks it out, he always hit me up with like something that he fucking with. And so the one podcast where you had mentioned that book, 
he had, after he listened to it, he hit me up and he was like, yo, I'm literally reading that book right now. <laughs> so that was real dope. But uh, shout out to Kadeem. That's the homie. Yeah. We've been friends since we were in diapers. For real? Legit. Mm-hmm. Legit. We've been friends since we've been y'all in diapers. Y'all be friends when y'all get back in diapers? <laughs> Hopefully so. That's family right there. That's too long of a life for me. That's family. I'm ready, I'm ready to deal. You Shit. you don't want to be friends with me when we get in diapers? No, I'm talking about being back in diapers. Oh, that's, being that's back in the, diapers. That's back in the circle. <laughs> back starting at the circle again. I mean, shit, it's the circle of life. You gotta you gotta start over. Oh, man, it, 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 it's it's never that, ending. You can be the at the eighty-five mark of that circle. The two businesses <laughs> that will never stop is life and death. They will never stop. Ever. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So, that, that, that 85%. It's going to, you know. I'm out, man. Let me be. Let Damn, me, let me see what's next. Listen, let you see what's next. Let me see what's next. Hey, you let me know what it's like on the other side. <laughs> what y'all is just gonna be walking around here doing nothing? <laughs> doing nothing like, at Damn, all. Damn, I missed my appointment, man. Go to the other side. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Shit. I'll be talking to you from beyond. You know what's crazy? I always thought that we would come back. Uh, but I think I always thought that we probably get the choice. It'll if we like, want to come back or not? Like, do you want to come back? And do you want to come back as human? Or do you want to come back as an animal? And I'd be like, hey, I that's had, a dope if I, concept if of reincarnation. Have, if I had to have the choice of an animal, I had to be like an eagle or something, man. Like, let me fly high and duck off. Don't, don't have me, you know, no snake that. on the ground. <laughs> we have nah. Steve Irwin grandkids <laughs> trying to pick my ass up and shit. Nah, nah well, leave, leave, leave me the fuck alone. alone. <laughs> yeah, alone. I fuck with that. Shit. I fuck with that. I fuck with that real tough. But yeah, I just had a conversation with somebody about reincarnation today. What happened? Um, we were t- we were talking about our uh, religious beliefs, so to speak. Uh, I'm not a religious person; I'm more spiritual. But um, we were talking about our belief systems, and I just told him, you know, I do believe in reincarnation, uh, and I believe that deja vu is an effect of reincarnation. Um, I feel like. A lot of times we are reincarnated in order to learn lessons that we didn't learn in the previous life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's usually the real important lessons. So I, I was telling him, like, whenever I feel like I'm having deja vu, I take a moment and I write that shit down. And then I be I try to look at the situation from all angles so that I can see, OK, what lesson is it? that I feel like I've experienced or what, what experience is it that I'm having that I need to learn from and what's the, what is the lesson? So yeah, I think it's pretty dope that that was, you know, you brought up the whole reincarnated thing, but I do believe that, you know, when you're reincarnated, you are um, birthed back out Mm -hmm. of a woman. Oh, okay. So, that's, yeah. That's an interesting discussion one day. Yeah, that's definitely going to be an interesting discussion. But on the cool, I do uh, I do think if I have to come back as an animal, like I said, give me that eagle. Eagle, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. I fuck with it. I'm going to just look down and be like, all right, I'm going to get this fish. And I'm be out. <laughs> Dive on down, get my dinner, and I'm going back to where I came from. <laughs> <laughs> leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, I focus with that. I focus yeah, with that. Man. What uh, what is what has been going on? Nothing. Man, I, I sent y'all back to daycare. 
Oh yeah. I sent y'all back to daycare. I Listen, feel. I I I love my baby. I love her. <laughs> but twenty four seven. It's my hell. nigga. Oh my God. No, that was one of the best feelings in the world being able to send her back to daycare. Bye. Bye. And the crazy part was <clears throat> she came to me like Thursday last week and was like, uh, she was like, Mama, can I go back to Nana's house? And I was like, When you want to go back? And she was like, Hmm, Monday. I was like, I'll text Nana and see if uh if you can come back, if that's cool. So I uh text Nana and I was like, hey, y'all ready to come back? And she ready to come back Monday. And I was like, is that okay? She was like, and her response, it was so funny to me. Her response was, yeah, in all caps with like 10 exclamation marks. <laughs> and she was like, she sent me a text right after that. I was like, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, that's fine that she comes back. I was like, it's fine. I felt like y'all both are equally excited about this return. So, yeah. yeah, she happy to be back at Nana's house. I'm happy for her to be back at Nana's house. I don't have somebody coming in my ear while I'm on the phone talking about, Mama, I'm ready to I'm eat. Hungry. Mama, can you please press play? Can you turn on? I don't want to watch. I don't want to do. I mm Gone on back. Yeah, mine be like, <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thirsty or juice or right. outside. And I'll be like, man, god damn, man. You don't have to, don't have to wait. And then right. I'll be, be yelling at her, like, be patient. She be like, no. No. That that patience thing, like you know, I'm already not a patient person. So just imagine how my child is. Like she is ten times fucking worse than I am. And that shit drives the fuck out of me. <laughs> You be like, bro, <laughs> bro. I heard you the first time. I'm coming. I promise, I'm coming. I heard you the first time. I heard you 30 seconds ago when you said, "Mama, can you fix me a cup of juice?" Right. Like, bro, leave me alone for a minute. But that's a, that's a, that's a that's a perfect segue into today's topic. Today's topic. So you know, what I'm saying we can segue on into what today's topic is. And we are focusing in on parenting. Fuck <sighs> them kids. <laughs> hey, people, I don't think people really realize Bernie Mac said that shit. Bernie, yeah. <laughs> like, people just be taking and run with it. But Bernie nah, Mac said, yeah. fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. You're like, fuck the kids? Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> shit. So, yeah, so how did, I mean, what's your, what's your take on parenting? You know, what's some, what's some oh. key things that, you know, you've been... What what's some key things that you learned about yourself during parenting? All right, that patience thing. That's one of them. That's one of them. Ja has taught me a lot of patience. She's taught me a lot of patience. Cause oh my God. Who is she so much like her daddy? And then she's so much like me. And the parenting myself because the thing that i've had to learn is you got to parent your fucking self when you are parenting right. a little person because you gotta tell like yourself you. hey you can't Ooh. be you can't be snapping like that you man. can't you can't they only four they don't know what they doing take you a, a deep breath 
count to 10, exhale, and then explain to this little person who don't understand, <laughs> who don't understand <laughs> calmly. Because my child, like, if, if I'm wigging, she wigging. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, just calm down. But I can't tell her to calm down because I know that if somebody were to tell me to calm down, that shit is going to send me through the fucking roof. Don't tell me to fucking calm down. <laughs> That's going to send me through the roof. Them, them two so, words. be calm. Nigga, I am calm. I I'm am calm. <laughs> exactly. Shit. But that man, that little girl, I ooh, I love her. I love her. Um So you got patience and whatever. Patience. Um I would say my my parenting style. Um, I had to learn what that was because I started out as being that kid or that mom that was like everything that I felt like my family did wrong to me growing up I didn't want to be that to her and in that I had to take a look back at all of what I went through growing up and all of the discipline that I got and everything like that and actually analyze it to see okay were you wigging out and they was legitimately right in how they handled that situation or is this an experience that has caused you some trauma that you know is not something that you want to pass down to your kid you know what I'm saying because I had to go it, it's a lot of times that I have to go back to my mama and be like hey fam Ooh, you said it, bro. You said it. I wouldn't understand until I was a mama. And, bro, you right. Hey, shit. God damn. Because this little girl, this little girl, that one right there. <laughs> but uh, my parenting style, like, that, that's my biggest thing because I, I, I know people frown upon it. Oh, don't, don't whoop your kids because, you know, slave mentality and – I get where they coming from on that. I do. Right. However, <laughs> when you got a kid that you start out talking to them and you start out talking to them and you keep talking to them and you keep talking to them and you keep talking to them and they get to an age where it's no longer that you talking to them and they're just not getting it. It's now they're at a place where I'm just blatantly not disrespecting. Listening. I'm blatantly doing what the fuck it is I want to do. And don't get me wrong. I want her to have a mind of her own. I want her to be able to think for herself. However, you going to respect me, fam. Right. You, you still have to respect me. And sometimes I have to lay hands on her behind. That's just what has to happen in order for her to get her life. Because at the same time, like when I was four, I wasn't like that. I wasn't like that at four But at the same time I know my kid is really smart So Before we even escalate To her getting a spanking Or a whooping or whatever It comes down to me and her Legitimately sitting down And I'm like hey what's the problem Like she had a moment where she You know for a short period of time When she was going to daycare She was cutting up every single day Every day and I'm like, dude, you go to daycare every day. You know what you're supposed to do. You know you're supposed to act right. You know you're not supposed to be wigging out and all of that stuff. So what's going on? And I, she, 
I don't know. Yeah, you know, let's sit down and talk because I know that my kid knows how to express her feelings. I know that I gave her the opportunity and I opened up the door for her to be able to express her feelings at the age of two Two, three, she telling me, mama, I'm frustrated. If you can come to me and tell me you frustrated, you can express your feelings. You know, Skylar told me uh, today, she said, I'm angry. And that's was, a that's a major thing. And you know what I'm saying? We uh, we working on emotions and uh, uh, identifying what emotions you're having at the time that you're having them. So that you can tell me, you know, how you're feeling at the right. time. So, uh, yeah, I completely feel you on that whole, you know, just acknowledging how you feel, acknowledging what, uh, or identifying what emotions you're going through at right. the time at a young age. Cause that's, you know what I'm saying? That's going to. And it's, it's major because like, I don't want her, I don't want her to be 29 like me and having to get her emotions in check then, you know what I'm saying? Because with, with having to get her to understand how to identify her emotions and express them right then I also have to teach myself that and that goes back to parenting myself right like you you growing and you <laughs> you growing <laughs> and you learning and you know you um I'm I'm learning what type of mom I am or what type of parent I am and then on top of that I mean like I, I love talking to Jock because she she's going to talk. She's going to tell you what's on her mind, even if it's the most outrageous thing. I just love talking to her. And I give she asks questions and I give her answers. And um, this one thing that I promised I would never do to her, I would never just shut her down and tell her because I said so. Or just because, or, you know, I, I never wanted to give her that. So if she ever asks me something, I'm like, no, she has the free reign to ask why. Now, I will tell her in some moments, hey, I don't have time to answer that right now. I just, the answer is just no. And I'll explain to you later. Ja's not going to forget that I told her no about this one thing. So later on, she's going to be like, hey, you remember you told me no about the candy in the store? Why did you say no, mama? And then we sit down and we have that conversation. Mm-hmm. And she and and we able to communicate. And after after I ask her, you know, after she comes and tells me how she feel in certain situations, hey, I'm frustrated. Hey, I'm sad. You made me mad. Okay, what did I do to make you mad? Why are you frustrated? What's upsetting you? So that we can get down to really figuring it out. Sometimes my kid just be needing to cuddle with her mama. And we lay in the bed and we cuddle. And we just chill. And she'll lay and she'll rub on my face and... Mommy, I love you. Them be the moments that I love. Yeah, me and me and Skylar was doing that before I came. We were just sitting there uh, in the bed. I had on what did I have on? I had on Christmas uh, Mickey Mouse movie. Turn up. And she'll just sit there and Christmas watch it. Christmas year round. Hey, Christmas in July, goddamn. But it's May, motherfucker. Well, it it go fucking all right, whatever. But yeah, I mean, those those moments uh, with my daughter, because um, I mean, I, I have a lot of patience, right. and I, and I I used to I worked in mental health, so I had to work with a lot of kids. I worked in the school setting, 
So I really had to understand, hey, you're going to have to chill out. Right. You're gonna have to, and so I guess I, my parenting started with other folks' kids in that setting. Yeah. Because I used to get frustrated. And I'm like, look, y'all not listening. Y'all need, to, <laughs> y'all need to shut the fuck up and listen. Hey, but at the same time, like, I get that. Because I nieces, nephews, little cousins, like them, mm-hmm. you know, they used to be on me all the time. My nephew, I used to get him every single weekend. From the time he was six weeks old, every single weekend, I was getting him. Hey, come on, nephew, let's go. His, his mom was like, oh, yes, go on, take him. See you later. Bye. But, I mean, just knowing how I dealt with those situations uh, prepared me for when uh when when my daughter would act up right so even if she she wouldn't she wouldn't listen but you know it's just that that prompting the redirecting you know doing it for so many times because it's like hey i'm talking to you this much because you're not doing it and i don't want to have to you know spank you or whoop you or nothing right. like that but i mean if that's the only way you're gonna listen i mean i'm i have i haven't given my daughter no full fledged whoop, whoop me yet It'll be like two pats, three pats, or one pat. Pussy. No, I'm playing. No, I'm playing. I mean, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Listen, no, I'm not, I'm, and that's that's fine because I I just I just I can't I can't do it because you know you know I didn't have my daughter this close to me in the right, beginning. Right, right, right. So for so long it was all right. I have to do this because I missed the time, and then. You know, you the, you get the time back. You made up for the time, but then it's still like, okay, I know how I feel to not have those moments. So I'm trying to enjoy every single moment. You know what I'm saying? And then I, I I'm tell you, I used to listen to uh, Arian Foster's podcast. Uh, shit, I forgot what it was, but uh, he had made the statement of he gets depressed when he thinks about when it's time for your children not to need you anymore. Like, as far as picking them up, holding them, uh-huh. cuddling with them, they need you to help them with something. And you, you don't want to do this shit, but you're there. You're going to help them through it. And it's just like, damn, man, there's going to be a time where that shit is over. Because she was at my mom's house. And she had, like, we put a backpack on her every day. And she left the door and we, bye-bye. But it was just my mama pointed out the fact that, oh, you look like you're ready to go to school now. And then it just, like, hit me. Right. I was just like, damn. Oh shit! <laughs> and I, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm not, I'm not ready for her. I'm not ready for her to go to school. <laughs> yeah, them, them be school. like them milestones be hard. Them milestones be hard. You gonna let her get over real quick? Why? I don't know. I, I, I don't know because see, I'm setting I, myself even, up for failure. Even I understand the the. The, the the positive and even homeschooling. I see, you know, hey, homeschooling is cool. You can teach them what they need to be taught. They can go at the pace that they need to go at. But, you know, I, I just I just feel like putting my daughter into this environment that I I, I live that environment. Even right. Even though the, the environment is different from what I live. Right. It's just like, you know, hey, I... I don't want nobody to hurt her, mm-hmm. you know. Because your first, I mean, your, but your you heartbreak, don't... your first heartbreak not gonna come from your daddy. I, I refuse mean, for yeah, that to happen. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. 
I feel that. So I feel that. Your first heartbreak, wherever it come from, I don't know how I'm gonna react to it. Right. Because I know I hold you to a certain standard. I know I need to make sure that you know. I mean, but that's it. That's the the that first heartbreak is inevitable, though. Man, the inevitable still it makes you nervous. You be like, I get it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Cause I don't know how I would deal with Josh's first heartbreak. And it's it's difficult, like, cause I'm both parents, <laughs> so that shit is probably gonna hit like hella tough for me, cause I'm like, God damn, I gotta try thug on him. Oh, bitch ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> hey fam, see, and I be seeing, you know, I be seeing them posts on Facebook where the boy moms be like, hey, when you girl dads threaten my son, and I'm like, shit, I kind of understand them girl dads though. Cause I got a girl and I got, I like, I'm both parents. Right. So I know how her daddy would act with her. Like, I know he would be like hella protective, which I'm not going to be overprotective, but at the same time, I need you to know young man. But she also, she will also know you don't fuck over that young man. Like if he coming with good intentions, you don't fuck with him. Like I'm still raising my child to be a respectable young lady. However, I need you to understand that, she is very well protected and very well loved. Cause one thing, one thing I know is I, I gotta give my daughter one hundred percent of the game that I know. You, you sure fucking better. You I sure fucking better. Cause my that. nigga, use a motherfucking hoe. I ain't called him one in a minute, y'all. <laughs> I ain't called him one in a minute, but I had to do it today because I knew he was gonna mention Listen. this. <laughs> Listen. So I mean, like. There's no way you will fall short of understanding of what could happen and the games that are going to be played. Listen, now, if while you, you teach a scholar the game, <laughs> come get your goddaughter. She'll, she'll be in the room too. Class in session. Cause uh, I mean, it's only so much I can teach. Yeah. I mean, and it, and it's just like you know what I'm saying. You will be you you'll be aware. Now, whatever you decide to jump into. That's gonna be under your own exactly. wheel. I can't stop you from that. But I'm going to tell you the possibilities of what could happen out of this situation. And shit could get real, fam. Right. Shit could get real, real. So, you know, I mean, just having that 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 vision of always being there, always. Cause I mean, even I try to I I back to parenting yourself, right? Uh huh. I have declined so much within my own life. Like you know, I used to drink like a motherfucker. Whew. My daughter moved in. You know what I'm saying? That's gone. I probably I I do it here at the pod and once on the weekend. After that, I'm done. Good. See, I don't need nothing. I'm. I'm the same way like people come to the house and they be looking at my counter because i got so many damn bottles up there yeah. and they be like damn you be drinking like that and i'm like y'all don't realize how old some of these bottles is and then on top of that i'm a bartender right. what do you expect me to have in my house on the counter right I, and you know what i'm saying not only that it's just uh trying to get yourself physically fit right just to that too have Enough energy for your child It ain't even about you just living Long as hell It's just having enough energy to provide your child With that that love That effort Because you you know what I'm saying Hell arts and crafts causes effort 
That you is need, a lot. You need of, to be mentally. Man, you got to be mentally prepared because <laughs> arts and crafts can get messy as fuck. And, and then irritated. I'm one of them parents that's like, I, I kind of have OCD, like kind of, but not really. But I'm like, if I can avoid a mess, I want to do that at all costs. And arts and crafts with a toddler, you can't avoid a mess. You can't. Right. And then my kid be wanting to make slime and stuff. I'm like, bro, we're not, we not getting hey, that deep no, into ain't, it. Ain't no slime. We ain't getting that deep into it, fam. <laughs> we can we can make pictures. We can color. We can draw. I'll even let you uh, get some kitty scissors and cut up some paper and we can glue some shit. But we ain't making no slime, G. <laughs> That's not what we about to do. Because <laughs> that shit is, no. And I don't know, want that all over my house. And and, and I, I suck at arts and crafts, like, I mean, I can do it, man, but that, that's one thing I'd be like, look. Bro, hey, but they don't, don't kids do don't shit. give a shit if you suck or not. Because <laughs> they're like, Cause they gonna be like yeah, just do it with me. Because once you get done, number one, if you suck at it, nine times out of ten, they stuff going to look the same as yours anyway. So you both like, so look, you both, like, look yes. <laughs> like y'all done made some masterpieces together and they going to think that's the shit they whole life. They whole life, even when you like old and gray, and you didn't kept that shit in in storage your whole life, cause them I memories mean, that y'all done made. I looked, I looked at our own storage, nigga. I still had the little the little popsicle sticks with the eyes on them. See, I like damn. Why you still this shit? Yeah, <laughs> parents, your parents used to keep stuff like that. You gonna start keeping stuff like that for your kids, and then it's gonna be like you gonna be telling the story about the time that y'all made. That one fucked up arts and crafts thing together. And you gonna always crack that corny dad joke about how fly yours really was. Well, my shit was dope. Exactly. You know, that's the, sh- that's the shit that you gonna do. And I bet you everybody that's listening right now, when I just described that whole story, they smiled the entire time. <laughs> they was like, ooh, that's what that's supposed to look like. That's what real, that's what that dream dad relationship looks like yeah nigga i know y'all smile if you didn't at least once you lying so what let me ask you this what have you what have you learned from your parents that you won't do with your own child or that you will do with your own child hmm you gotta stroke the beard huh yeah that's 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 a question for your ass um let me see what have i learned um making time for jaw okay um i ain't gonna sugarcoat it and make it seem like my daddy was just a perfect father i mean he wasn't horrible but he wasn't perfect um so you know there were a lot of times where I was, uh, there were a lot of times where I was told, hey, I'm going to pick you up, and he never came. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so always being, like, making myself available for her, like, being present, like, not putting any, not prioritizing anything over her. Nothing at all. Uh huh. And don't get me wrong, mama got to have a life too. (laughs) And I'm going to have that motherfucker, and I do. But at the same time, 
uh, if anybody want to be in that life, they got to understand that shit. You know, that's my nigga. I know people don't agree with calling their kids they nigga, but that's my nigga. <laughs> that's my homie. So, uh, yeah, we, we riding. Like, we, I saw I'm going to be there. Um, but don't get me wrong. My dad is, me and, him, me and his relationship now is solid. Like, I, 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 we've moved past all of our issues. And, um, you know, um, that's one thing that I did learn. I, I've also learned from my parents, both of them. Um, they, they've grown as individuals as well. Um, the one thing that my mom said last week, I don't know how many people caught it, but um, she made the statement of, we grew up together. Mm-hmm. My mom, me and my mom are only 15 years apart. I got cousins that are the same age as my mom. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's it's now that I'm an adult and we're able to have those real ass conversations and I can tell her, hey, as a child, this wasn't cool. Like I, I wasn't fucking with that. My mom is able to come back and apologize for some of the things, some of the hurts that she caused in my past. My dad has come and apologized for some of the hurts that he's caused in my past. And I've made peace with that stuff because now I got a kid mm-hmm. and my kid love her grandparents. Like you can't tell her shit about her. Gra- none of her grandparents. She love them all equally. And you can't tell her let, let somebody talk bad about her gr- uh-uh not job <laughs> you got her messed up you're not gonna talk about my Gigi. you're not gonna talk about my papa no nah. yeah. but and, and i love the fact that i was able to move past it and um my big thing is being able to apologize to her because i know the one thing i say about parenting all the time is that this shit is all trial and error like everything is trial and error because and even when you start to have that second child, because no kid is the same. Right. No kid is the same. So what you did with that one kid ain't, ain't going to work, work on that other. next kid. And people like to make it seem like, oh, well, this is a dictatorship. You ain't got no choice in my house. But at the same time, if your kid decide that they don't want to play football and they get out there and they start sucking like suck can't suck no more. You're going to be like, why the fuck are you out here wasting my money? I told you I did not want to play football. I told you I did not like to play football. Yeah. You should have listened. You wasted your money, not your kid. Right. Not your kid. They still are people, too. They have they pre- Yeah, they got their preferences. You have to listen to them. And that's, I mean, and so I know that on some level, I'm going to fuck up. There are things even to this day where I feel like, damn, I probably could have did that differently. There are times where I have kind of, I felt like I kind of went a little too hard on Ja after I've disciplined her. Not giving her a whooping or anything, but just kind of fussing at her a little too hard. And And I've even had to come back even now and be like, hey, I know that really hurt your feelings. And I'm sorry the way that I, I expressed that. And then I'll go back and I'll explain to her what my actual intentions were. And I let her know. I, I was like, it's never okay for mommy to talk to you like that. I don't care. It's never okay for anybody to talk to you like that. But it's not okay for mommy to talk to you like that either. And we've had to have conversations where she, she'll even come to me. If I feel like I've not done anything wrong, she'll come to me and be like, hey, you hurt my feelings when you said 
and she'll just you know tell me exactly the way i said it if it's a cuss word in it or anything she tell me exactly the way i say it and i'm like okay that I'm, I'm sorry that i hurt your feelings i was wrong i will not talk to you like that again because I have to understand what her limits are. I have right. to understand where where she said where she draws her line. I can't just cross that just because I gave birth to you. No, I gotta respect who you are as a human, mm-hmm. as a person. So, and my parents like all of that. The the um, apologizing, the being able to say sorry, the um, being understanding. Like those those are the major things that I take from from them now because who when I was younger I just did not think they understood but they did they did well, I'm glad you, you you think so because I I think more so my parents they understood but it took them a while to understand what it is that I was saying right. so if you understanding what I'm saying at a teenager, you didn't miss 10, 8, whatever, however many other years of me trying to explain how I feel. Now that causes a pattern of me not wanting to talk no more or me holding something in. Because for so long, for so many years, it was, okay, not only my parents, but other people, they didn't listen to what I had to say because I was the youngest. They think, oh, you don't yeah. know what you're talking about. And That's so, that shit and so that now, I don't like. So now it's like, all right, well, if you're not going to hear what I got to say, I'm just not saying nothing say, at all. I'm just not going to say shit at all. And, then, and that, then they come back and be like, why are you not saying nothing? Why you didn't say? And now you're fearful of actually explaining it because right. you've never been able to talk. Right. I get so, that. So I just want to create that space so that my daughter can talk to me. Uh, I feel that. Because because I want her to be open with me as possible, I don't I don't want her to go in blinded anywhere. Right. And you know something like you said, some stuff is inevitable, but yeah. You know, let, and let's, see, let's hit as many points as we can. And see, for me, I told I I was just having a conversation like last week with a friend, and I was telling them, I was like, the one thing that I wanted to make sure of for Ja was that I created a village for her. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that I put people in place. If she didn't feel comfortable enough to come to me to talk about something, she has Uncle Monkey Man. She has Boo, who is Kamara, her god mom. She well, has Uncle Gigi. Monkey Man again? Uncle Monkey Man? Yeah, who's that? That's you. Yeah, I just, they had to know. Oh, they had to know. They Sorry. Know. She, Uncle Monkey Man is uh, Steph G. Um, but she got Uncle Monkey Man, Boo. She got Gigi. She got Conky, who is my brother. Uh, you know, she got everybody, and she love her family enough. And Gigi is her FF. That's her best friend. <laughs> so she talked to Gigi about everything. I, you know, some things. Hey, y'all, <laughs> lead up between me and you. Yeah. Don't talk to Gigi about everything. But nah. Um, but I, I, I wanted to make sure that the people that were assisting me with raising her, especially after her dad passed. The people that were assisting me with raising her were people that she was going to feel comfortable enough coming and talking to in the event that she felt like, look, 
I don't think my mama gonna understand. So I need to come and I need to talk to you and maybe you need to be our mediator in this situation. Cause it's, you know, anything that happens with her, especially if it's life and death, y'all gonna have to let me know. But, uh, uh, but no, I just, I, I prided myself. I, I really wanted that for her. And a lot of people now, are like, well, what what happened to the village? What happened to the village? Man, what happened to the village? And I'm going to tell y'all what happened to the village. People got to a place where they were like, I don't want Miss Rosie all up in my business. Not realizing Miss Rosie was the person that knew whenever you was getting into some trouble at Miss Susie's house um, and is the one that let your family know. And I understand that you're not happy with the fact that they didn't let your family know that you didn't been into some trouble, but they making sure that you stay they safe. They probably saved your ass. They saved lot. your ass. They making sure you stay safe because just like Miss Rosie done went and told on you at the same flip of that coin, Miss Rosie probably done fed you several different times when your mama had to work late. So don't act like, you know, you out here talking about how you don't want these people in your business, but these are the people that's going to look out for you. You pushing people away. The village is no longer because you don't want people saying stuff to your kids. You don't want nobody disciplining your kids. I understand everybody parents differently and I get it. Respect me as a parent. I feel that 100%. But at the same time, if I send my child over to, um, if I send my child to Nana's house, I know that Nana is going to look out for my child as if my child is her child. I know that Nana is going to take care of her as if she is a part of her family. Nana feeds my, if I come and get her a little bit later, Nana going to make sure she eat right, right along with her grandkids. She don't treat her no different. I'm going to tell you 100% wherever my brother and I went to, over somebody else's house, they had the right to whip my ass. Exactly. They had the right. Exactly. So we knew how to act. And we and knew how to act. You Except knew for how my to grandma act. house. And you now, knew, my grandma, see, you know. See, Gigi used to, Gigi used to be like that, but Gigi ain't like that no more. Because Gigi used to be like, just because they on punishment at home, don't mean that they gonna be on punishment at my house. And then my child gave her a run for her money, and she was like, yeah, I'm just gonna have to go ahead and enforce her punishments whenever she come. Because she you obviously know ain't we all together. Me. Yeah, we all together. And if we not all on the same page, this little nigga gonna take everything we got and give us a run for our money like i mean that's the thing it's like we gotta stop pushing the village away because i know i have i have a cousin and when i was a kid we went over there and we knew this motherfucker had huge hands a deep ass voice we said hey now our daddy give us some whoopings but this is a big motherfucker. <laughs> we, we can't be doing that shit. Nah, I'm, we I'm ain't playing you, that shit. I'm going to tell you what happened. I was a kid, so I was, I was nervous as hell. I was like, nigga, we were watching Titanic, and I spilled some spaghetti on his carpet. Oh, and it, shit. It, it, it wasn't like the normal carpet. It was like that white, oh, nice shit. carpet. I said, I said oh, shit. <laughs> bro, he finna beat my ass, bro. <laughs> and so... I was so scared to tell him, <clears throat> and then I told oh him, and he yelled at me, but he just cleaned it up and said, hey, be, you know, he gave be me- Be careful. A, yeah, be careful. And come to find out that was my god. I didn't find out I had a godfather until I was 24, or god daddy, whatever. Right. I didn't, I didn't know that. I was like, because 
and that's the thing I had asked my mom. I was like, why didn't you say that when I was a kid? Right. I feel she like that's important like, to she know. She was just like, I thought I told you. And that type of shit right there right. for me was like, all right, you didn't have that communication that I needed. Cause had I known, and that's important to had know. I known he had a certain title, I said, okay, he must be this important figure. There's a life. there's a now different I, level of I respect to, I can provide. I, exactly, yeah. I need to be more in tune with who he is. Who he is, I need to know and this I'm gonna person. Tell you, he is he is straight shooter. He gonna tell you how he feel. He don't care about your feelings. <laughs> or and, if, and even if you show how you you know you heard about it. He was like, all right, well, I apologize, but this is what you <laughs> the, the funny part is, that's him and all of his brothers. Right. They're all the same way because my auntie is just like that. See? And I think that's where I get some of my ways from because Lord nigga, help. You, had, you had to toughen the You had to get the tough right. skin. And then once you, once you heard about yourself, I'm going to tell you, because this is when I was a kid and I was really fat. I tried to do a basketball move and my cousin said, uh, you look, you look too fat to do that move. <laughs> and, I, and guess what? By the next year, I was able to do that move because I was thinner. So I, I found motivation within my own family in right. the ways that they carried themselves, and I had to adjust. Right. And that also. T- I mean, and it's gonna be. It's gonna like it's it's definitely people in the village that you don't like how they present shit. You don't like how they might be coming at the situation, but sometimes you just have to know that person and know that they coming out of love. It ain't always that they coming because they trying to be messy or they trying to be petty or they just trying to be nosy. It ain't always that. It's just some motherfuckers are genuinely concerned. Some motherfuckers genuinely want to know how they can help. And some motherfuckers out here like, all right, nigga, get your shit together. Like, come on with it, people. Like, what? And I, it frustrates me that people push the village away. It frustrates me because then people have their kids to come over to other folks' houses, and other folks be like, or some kids be like, "You ain't my mama, so I ain't gotta listen to you." And see, listen, I fight kids. I will go toe to toe with. A nine-year-old. <laughs> I would go toe-to-toe <laughs> with a six-year-old. Especially if they say, hey, you ain't my mama. I ain't got to listen to you. Oh, like, bro, God. I'm about to knock your head off at this like, point. I'm, I'm going to call your mama. She going to give me the order to whoop your ass. <laughs> That's what she going to do. <laughs> now what? Like, bro. Like them, them the type of kids that can't that can't come around me. Because them the type of kids that got parents that's like, uh-uh, you can't say nothing to my child. And I don't fuck with that. That's the thing. It's like you think your own your parenting is the proper way. No, they, some people have different outlets that you you're blind to. So you need to hear that Listen. from these other people, and these other people need to tell your child what they need to straighten right. up on. Because I be I'm I'm the first person to not take advice. Trust me, I will not take no advice at all. I know you know. I, I don't like taking advice, but Jaws granny, <laughs> and that's her dad's mom, mm-hmm. the, if Ja got even a slight cough, she calling me like, hey, she got a cough you need to do, blase, 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 and at first it used to get on my nerves, and I, I love her to death, don't get me wrong, I love her, I love her, I love her, um, but it used to irritate the shit out of me, because I'd be like, Fam, she it's just a small call. She gonna be straight. She gonna be yeah. good. But now, whenever she do it, I'm just like, 
I know she cares, <laughs> and I know she she just being a granny and she concerned. I get it. So I let her go ahead and give me her advice, and I be like, okay, all right, all right, uh huh, okay. And then I go do what the fuck I'm about well, to some do. Of, some of that shit, she be like, you don't think I'm doing it already? Exactly, and I feel that. But then I just some people, I just get to the point where you know, like I said, you know the people that you around. And a lot of times they don't give a fuck if they know that you're doing it already. They like, especially elders, they don't give a shit if you already doing that. They gonna tell you to do that shit anyways. And because you know that they gonna do that, you just be like, "All right, yeah, okay, yep. See, you right. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. Even if you lying through your teeth, because all the time I don't be doing. Because I, I know I know how to take care of my kid. But right. like I also know. But there is some advice that I've gotten that has been good advice, even if. Even stuff that I didn't think I needed or didn't want, you know, it's turned out to be good, which is why I'm able to listen to the stuff that just go right over my head. Well, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, <clears throat> this this parenting shit, man. Parenting shit. It is. What, what I tell you, but it's hard to teach a what I call a three major. A three major. <laughs> Ja, ja just turned four, so I had a three major for the last three sixty five. I know That's people true. don't people people talk about them terrible tools all yeah, the time, nice. but they don't never talk about them three majors. Them motherfuckers will drive you insane in the membrane. Right. <laughs> you and said I, it gets better. While Deezy said it get better. How old is Deuce? Do seven. So all the parents to seven year olds, does it really get better after this three major stage? I'm I'm already trying to figure out how to title the the four year olds because I'm. But I'm gonna tell you the the beauty with my my daughter is she's she's starting to say please more. She said help me please, uh, come here please. Sometimes she's like come here, <laughs> and I'm like say please, come here please. <laughs> You know, but I mean, I, I kind of see how people say, yo, no. scholar legit talks like that. <laughs> I, I see how people like, you know, daughters have their daddies wrapped around their family. Because, I mean, I'm going to tell you, because when my daughter was born, I, when she came out, I was in the room. When she came out, I cried. Nigga, I have never had oh. chills. I have never had, but I never understood <laughs> tears of joy. Until, Until that, that day, moment. I feel you. I, I said, you. I said, this is this is this is the bigger picture. This that is what right I'm living there. for right now. And that right there. Until the end of my own time, and so it was just like, shh. yeah. Because I had I had stepped outside and I called my mama, and she was like, "Baby, you okay?" I said, "Yeah, oh. she." I said, "She here." <laughs> I said, "Nigga, y'all niggas ain't never cried, boy." <laughs> yeah, I kill. Listen, yeah, I listen. I, when I tell you, I don't think Jonathan probably cried. He probably did, but it was probably like after I fell asleep. But uh, the one thing that I do know that he did the first night after I had her, after me and her did skin to skin, like he he wanted to get her as soon as she came out. He was like, "Give my baby." But they was like, no, she need to do skin skin for at least an hour. He legitimately watched the clock until that hour was up and was like, all right, now give me my baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then he had her and he legitimately sat 
and looked stared at her he did not sleep the whole night he legitimately sat and stared at her the whole night that's how it be man you just i don't know yeah like because i ain't gonna lie to you when i when when i found out that that you know i was having a child i was just like damn but at the same time i was like Shit, i couldn't it is believe it, it. i could not believe it. i thought he was bullshitting me <laughs> But, uh, yeah, man, like I said, just experiencing that tears of joy has really showed me now how to love unconditionally, how to, you know, just put something completely before me. Like, if I'm out and I'm at a store, I'm looking at something for me and I'm like, nah. And then, I start and then you start look looking for, for shit for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that shit. But <laughs> yeah. I'll be, like, eh, be walking around and I'll be, I, and you be going to, like, I, I hate being in stores. I think I'm probably the only woman ever that hates being in stores. So like when I go to the grocery store and stuff like that, or when I go to Walmart and stuff, I try to plan out my trip very mm-hmm. meticulously and i try not to venture off into too much other shit sometimes it does happen especially when i get to the kids section start seeing kids clothes i'd be like oh there's a new educational toy that ja could make use of she'd like that like right. different stuff like that oh coca just tore up her ball i need to replace that let me go get her a ball like for the most part i try my best to get in there and get out because I hate, I really dislike being in public. I really dislike it. But them moments where them kids, yeah, I'm always, I'm looking for something. And I was like that even with my nephews and them because like my nephew used to get a truck every weekend, a toy truck every weekend. I would go buy him a toy truck every weekend. Uh, and you know what? That's just like you just learn giving mm-hmm. at a at a at any cost it's just like you know what here you go you, you need this yeah or you you should have you should have this so i mean but my and i and i'm starting to understand my giving in a more mature way now has to be for her down the road 10 15 years from now you know from finances like just getting right. get, get, getting that bank account ready. I feel that. You know, $5 a week, $10 a week, whatever you can do, man. Just put that in there so that, you know, when, once they get old enough and they need something. Right. You know, they need that. They need help making that step, whether it be to college, whether it be to independency. You and know, see, they I have wanna something want to start. There. I want to start y'all a trust fund, but I want to look more into it, like get a better understanding of what it is. I know it's very beneficial to have, but I want to start her one of those. Like, those are the things, at being a parent, mm-hmm. them the type of shits that you be thinking about. Like, how do you go about, you know, I I knew I would, like, as far as picking godparents for her, that one was a little easier than, I guess, most people would have. Because, I mean, I knew, like, you and Kamar, like, y'all, perfect. Just perfect. You. <laughs> you, y'all, y'all could I I could not have picked better godparents because I knew that y'all were the two people outside of my mom and my brother. Which don't get me wrong, they are they they are wonderful. But the one thing I didn't want my mama to have to do, I didn't want her to have to to raise y'all. 
Uh, and with my brother, he doesn't have kids yet. So mm-hmm. in the event that anything happened to me before he had kids, I did not want him to start out raising Ja. I want him to be able to have his own child. Yeah, I'm straight. But uh so yeah, you and Kamara was like perfect options. Uh cuz honestly I never thought you'd have a kid ever. A lot of people didn't cuz when I, I did said not think when I said I got a baby on the way, they said, "Who?" I said, "You?" <laughs> Shit. I I legit what was my response when you told me? Oh, uh, it was, <laughs> "Fam, you serious?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." I was like, nah, you bullshitting. <laughs> nah, man, this shit was, this shit real. It's finna happen. And then I said, no, you fucking lying. Like, I literally, I argued with him about that shit for a minute. Yeah, I know that shit, I, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna play about that. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> I was like, nah, you playing jokes. You funny. Nah, mm-hmm. I did not. I did not believe it. I did not. And then Skylar's little cute self came about. And she started looking just like you. She ain't even. She came out looking just like you. Yeah, her mama mad as fuck about that. Or was. Listen, we mamas be mad as shit. I done carried you for nine months. You didn't. You didn't gave me a couple of tummy aches. I ain't really had morning sickness. I threw up once my whole pregnancy. But you didn't gave me tummy aches. I done ate some weird shit. Some and chili cheese mozzarella sticks. Chili cheese mozzarella sticks. Yeah, that was my shit, man. That was my shit. That was my jam. But yeah, and then you come out looking like your daddy. Like how how dare you? The audacity. The fucking raw audacity of you to come out looking like that motherfucker after everything that we done been through. Everything like Everything. I was, I tell people all the time, I was just the incubator with y'all. People be like, Nah, I see it, I see it. Where all I see is Jonathan, I don't see no Shanika nowhere, like, I don't see it at all. The raw audacity of you to come out looking like your damn daddy, scholar, a cute version of you. That's that strong gene, man. Cute yeah. version of you. What that mean? What that mean? Cute. I'm about to say, you, nigga, I know she I cute. Look good. <laughs> she cute. You funny the, looking. I'm not the cover at your hand. <clears throat> Listen, I've been looking for something to throw at you all <laughs> night. All fucking night. Since before we even started the pod, I've been looking for something to throw at you. Well, Anyways, so, uh, Waldeezy, I got a question. Because um, this, I'm, I'm now at a phase in my parenting where I'm being presented with this question. And since you have an only child, I'm wondering if you've had this question asked. Mm-hmm. Have you been asked for a sibling? Yes. He said he a brother and a sister. Fam. Okay, so what age was he when he asked for that? Uh, <clears throat> How did that go? Like, how did y'all get to a place of understanding? Because, like, she ain't letting up on this sibling thing. Like, he he ain't either, but I think he understands enough to know that 
We're going to get you on this one of these microphones one of these days. He wants somebody to play with. And I feel like that's what it is with Ja. Yeah. I don't think, because she's now asking for a brother or sister. Like, right. she, she don't she don't care which one she gets. She just, she just want one, you know. And so she she's getting bored now with not having somebody here to always play with her because now you know being having multiple businesses on top of trying to be a mom I gotta still man those businesses work nine to five and all of that shit so sometimes I don't necessarily have time to go and play Barbies with you I don't have time to go and play race cars right now we gonna have to do something different. <laughs> and so she she getting a little bored and she be wanting somebody to play with cuz she don't want to play by herself all the time. But I'm like, "Bro, I can't give you I can't give you no sibling. Yeah, I can't what, even I can't even make that promise." Yeah, and then like I just started talking to somebody that don't really want no more kids. So it's like Exactly. That's enough. There's, there's, there's enough to go around. That's, an, that's enough. I like mean, one, yeah, that's I, enough. I personally am in between that uh, because I'm starting to learn my own anxiety. Like, I've never understood my anxiety until my daughter got older. And so. What does that mean? That means me actually understanding how time passes, me understanding that you, uh, me understanding that, you know. My my focus level can only go so high, and it can only go with this one person. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to test it out with nobody else. See, just yeah. to just to see if it works. Because if I I know if each child is different, and you love each child differently, but you want to feel like you give them the same, same amount of effort, right? And it just might not be there. And then you get, especially when you got a newborn. Yeah. See, now, like right now, even though her, even though my attention is has gone down, like with her, she's still the only person getting my attention. Right, and I don't think she realizes yet. A, if we have a little brother or a little sister, like that attention is gonna go down even more. Exactly. Cause you're not gonna be able to just play with them off the bat. You they gotta get big. Like it's gonna have to take time, time. fam. Like so, you gotta find friends. You gotta you family, which is good that she went back to daycare because um, she has a friend at daycare, mm-hmm. um, one of Nana's grand grandkids, and they just they love to hate each other. They they argue all the time, but they are like best friends. That's how my daughter is with her cousin, my brother's uh, daughter. Uh-huh. And so they, like, I had took them over to our uh, grandma house uh, the other day. Uh-huh. And my grandma opened the door, and uh, my niece was just like, hey! And Skylar was like, because <laughs> she ain't never did that before. Right. Now it's all new now. All right, you trying to turn up? Bet, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Now nah, they be just everywhere, and it, See, it's just yeah. so it's too precious. It's just like it is. Even even if you know, what I'm saying the event that I don't have anymore, it's like 
y'all two need to be with each other. Y'all like y'all, y'all need, need to be, to like, be this. like that. Yeah. <clears throat> because, y'all, I mean, yeah. And y'all close in age. Y'all all y'all got. <laughs> y'all all y'all got. Exactly. It, 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 when when we gone, y'all all y'all got. Y'all need to stick together. And that's like for for job. I mean, of course, you know, my brother ain't got no kids yet, but she does have cousins. And she got a lot of cousins on, you know, both her, my side and her dad's side. So, mm-hmm. and she gets to hang out with them and see them. And she love all her cousins. Like I said, she love her friends at daycare and everything like that. And like, um, even while she was out of daycare, um, Nana FaceTimed us one day or, uh, called us on Facebook, uh, and so that they could see each other because he, she was like, he was bugging her the whole time Ja was out. Is Ja coming today? What time yeah. is Ja going to be here? Is Ja coming today? Mm-hmm. Like the entire, every single day that she was out, he was asking, where Ja at? Let's see, man, we got to gotta keep them all close together, man. Yeah. You know, just have somebody to play with. Have somebody to play with. That's it. Yeah. I don't know about you. Best friends. Yours is the gap. Man, yeah, seven years. Like I don't, I don't know if. Man, four years apart. Right. I think I can. (laughs) I think I think I can. I think maybe in about two more years, if I got somebody that I'm like, there with. I'm with with, and I've been with them for minimum two years. I'll revisit it. But like I just said, the current person that I'm talking to don't want no more. Yeah. So we don't know if that's gonna change one day or not. But yeah. he gonna be like, "Look, goddammit. it!" <laughs> I mean, you know. Oh, y'all can't go to Disney World. Like <laughs> <laughs> y'all gonna have to wait the next night. <laughs> hey, but you know what? You know one thing that I did learn. What? I prefer so much more. Dealing with a man that has children than a man that does not. Why? Understanding. Yes. And understanding. Look, I'm gonna tell you, understanding those single parents. <clears throat> yes. Well, from somebody well, somebody who, you know, when you have a kid and then you understand about all the effort that is put in when you're by yourself. You'd be like, yeah. Yeah. I well Okay. For me. Okay, I see I what understand. you're saying. But the reason why I say the reason why I say that is because like I'm one of them people where if something comes up with Ja and me and you have plans, I'm sorry. Something came up with Ja. I gotta handle this because I'm her person. Like I'm her only person, you know, her only parent. So I gotta make sure she's straight. But dealing with somebody that is also a parent. You are able to, number one, understand when they say, hey, I had an emergency with my kids, so I'm going to have to reschedule plans. You know, you understand that. And they're also more understanding because men that don't have children, they want to be it. Mm-hmm. They want to be your it, your number one priority. And unfortunately for you, you can't be that. I can't guarantee you that because I got to worry about this person first. And if this person so happens to need me, I'm going to where they at. Because my number one job in life is to make sure she's straight. Right. That's it. 
if I don't do nothing else in this life, I know I got to make sure she's straight. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's all it is. It's just somebody selflessness. With kids, somebody of, with kids that take care of their kids yeah. understands. Because let me selfless, let me not man. say let me not just say I can wow, deal with yeah. a man with kids. He got to be taking care of his kids as well. So why do women date men that don't do that? Don't take care. Like even if you even if they don't you, give a fuck. Even if you dealing with a man who doesn't have his kids at the moment, is he fighting to be with his kids? Like my trainer always said. He said he told me he was like, you can't be a man out here. With kids, and you're not fighting for them if you don't see them every day. You have right. to fight. You have to do better. You have to make sure that they know you're here for them. Right. And if you're not doing that, why is anybody trying to pro- approach you? Like oh. they shouldn't be, especially if you tell if you if you tell if you've told that person that you got kids, and that you're spending all your time with that person. All of this. All your time with that person. And all that time ain't none of it with their kids either. That's a problem. But you know, you know what's crazy? <clears throat> I think, and this is just speculation, guess. But I think a lot of women have have not met many men who were really focused in on their kids' life. Like, you know, if you got something to do with your kid. You be like, hey, I can I can hang out with you for about twenty minutes, right? But that's it. They be like, I mean, you you can't you can't hang out longer. No, it's after five o'clock. I need to be spending time with my child because I had mama mentality. I've dedicated these eight hours to work. I can dedicate a minute or two, you know, or extensive time with you. Depending, I used on who to be re- I used to be ready to chop him in his neck because I'd be like, fam, we need to talk business. And he'd be like, nah, I got to spend time with Skylar. Yeah, man. Like, that shit used to irk my nerves. Not not saying that I did not want him to spend time with Skylar because I commend him because he spends, he, he you a dope ass dad. Thank you. Skylar grew you up. Anyways, uh, <laughs> but it was just, I was like, nigga, I know it, but still, this is for Skylar. Let's get this shit done. Let's get this business handled. But it was it was always just the level of activity I was doing, whether it was you know whether it was we was in the house and you know I was just throwing on the bed right you know it's just a certain level of activity she likes and it's that level of activity I need to be there for Mm because when I come through the door is it's daddy (laughs) and now she gonna be like pick me up I mean I can't I be trying to tell her no but she be getting me. Listen, <laughs> your God child be, oh my God. All right. So we like uh, an hour and 10 minutes in, but before we go, we got to have the discussion on the Boosie situation. All right. So what's, what's your take with the Boosie situation? Uh, uh, my take is every adult involved in that situation is wrong. Uh, are, you, I get, are you are you saying that people and I don't mean to cut you off this fast, but are you saying that people <laughs> this fast? Because <laughs> I'm gonna do you it eventually. <laughs> not this fast. Not this fast. But I was gonna cut you off. I, I was just saying, why is why does it seem like nobody is gearing their their anger, <clears throat> their 
frustration towards everybody in that. Why is it just one person? I know it's a celebrity, but damn. Maybe it's just the people that you see. In. It gotta be because maybe it's just the people. Everybody because starts with Boosie, not most of the. I mean, because first off, is it's Boosie's child. That's number one. It's his child, and as a parent, your number one job is to protect that child. That's your number one job in life. It's yeah. to protect that little Boosie person. Felt like he was though. That's not protecting that child. How is first off? Okay. It ain't that you were like, yeah, son, got some older pussy. It wasn't no, I'm cheering him on because he got some older pussy. You went out and sought this out. You went out and got this specifically for your child. And and you detailed it. You talked about it. You went and got this for your child. You found the scummiest woman that you could find. And he did. He got it for himself too. Even worse, but you found the scummiest woman you could find because if anybody listen to me, <clears throat> I take my kid very seriously, and I will go to war with God about my child. That is how serious I take it because I've let people know I need Josiah protected at all times, even if that means protecting her from me. You should be, if you care about Josiah, you need to come in caring about her, being able to protect her, even if that means protecting her from me when I'm not thinking rationally. And I'm not saying that on an extreme level, but as a parent, like I said, trial and error. Sometimes I'm not knowing what the fuck I'm doing. So I need you to come in and be like, hey, that's not in Jaws' benefit. But as a parent, I'm never going to intentionally put her in a situation where I'm taking away her innocence where I'm telling her oh well you know this is a a rite of passage like I had I had a debate with a guy a few months back about this very situation a few months back and he was like man uh young young boys getting uh getting sex from older women at an early age um that's a rite of passage that's a rite of passage for him into manhood. And my my rhetoric, my return on that was, technically speaking, if you want to get down to what rites of passage really are, the moment that a young girl begins her menstrual cycle, she has officially gone into womanhood. Are you ready to marry her off to the next man, to the first man that come along? Because she's now officially a woman? You're not willing to do that. So why are you saying that this is your why are you saying that this young boy who has no sense of emotion, no sense of really how his penis works, no sense of really what power a penis and a vagina holds? How is he any different than that young lady? He put his child in the worst possible situation. He is a horrible dad for that a horrible dad and yes i'm judging the fuck out of him all the shit that he do on social media that shit is funny yeah but that right there that was a fucking like that was the worst fucking thing you can do as a father so how how does how does someone come come back from that what do they need to do do you need to and i'm saying like do you need to do you need to not only apologize uh to the people that you shared this with, but publicly apologize to your kid 
uh, and the nephew that was involved. Do you publicly need to apologize to the woman for putting her in that situation? Does the woman need Man, to publicly? No. He needs to be listed as a fucking predator. Okay. He needs to, he legitimately needs to go on the registry. You are a fucking predator at this point. Okay. You cannot be trusted around children. Mm. Because if you're willing to put young people in a position, like, it frustrated me when I was growing up because, yeah, I saw boys and I was attracted to boys. I knew that I was attracted to boys growing up, right? Yeah. As a teenager, you definitely start, once you start hitting puberty, you start feeling things, you start noticing things. I don't want to pretend like motherfuckers don't. Let's not even just go, let's not even play like that guy, that, that does not exist. You, motherfuckers start feeling shit when they start going through like, puberty. In elementary, you know, some of us had crushes on our teachers. We were like, oh, she's so fine. You didn't know what to That's do so with weird. her. Huh? That's so weird. I had I had a lot of I had a lot of female teachers as well. I had you know I know female teachers who I know, but I've had female teachers, so of course that seems weird to me because I'm not attracted to females. But at the same time, it was like it. I'm trying to figure out the right the right thing to say. I just think the sh- the whole situation is just bullshit. You can't come back. Like, you cannot come back from something like that. How do you come back from something like that? Because you can't, you, you cannot tell me that if your daughter went out and got, your 12-year-old daughter went out and got some dick from a 24-year-old man, you're going to be okay with it. You ready? You ready to dispose of a body like that? Yeah. Trust me. You ready to dispose of a body quick, like? Because you're looking at the mental state of a child. You like you. You shouldn't even understand none of this. Exactly. This not even into your mind. And then it's and then you have those individuals that those those men that are like, well, I got pussy at a young age from an older woman. I don't see nothing wrong with it. Therein lies the problem. You were molested at a young age, although we understand you were probably 12, 13, so you didn't hit puberty. You didn't started feeling things, so you know you attracted to this woman, but at the same time, that age difference is what makes a difference because, number one, mentally you are not on the same level. Number two, whenever you connect with an individual on a sexual level, you are transferring energies, and the energies that you are picking up off of that woman, you are not aware of how to handle those at the age of 12. No one is. So why the fuck is anybody in that position? Why is anybody putting a child in that position? Why as a woman do you feel the need to be okay with having sex or giving a blowjob to a 12-year-old child? Ain't nothing right about that situation. Yeah. I think I think and this goes with, you know, the topic. We as people need to start taking heed to these people's lyrics because the fact that Boosie has talked about this before and we've overlooked it. The fact that R. Kelly has been in this this situation And before, we joked about we R. Joked Kelly for so long. And overlooked it. We knew it the entire time. Nobody was shocked when that nigga got taken to jail. Everybody knew it. Yeah. 
And it got overlooked. It was swept yeah. under the rug. I think, and I think it only works for white men. I mean, I would, I would say, you know, all white men get off, but not all white men. But you know, our president, not all our president, just one of them who was on camera, uh, on video, who was sexually assaulting women. But you know, these women didn't care. So I mean, and I only say that to say that we have to take accountability for any type of assault, sexually. Uh, Anything. Right. So pay attention to what's going on around you. Your awareness in your community is very important. And not that and this this is not to to blame the the victims at all. Because I know a lot of people will, will jump on and be like, Oh, that's victim blaming to tell them to be aware of their environments. They should feel safe everywhere they go. Agreed. I completely I wholeheartedly agree with all of that. But at the same time, even in that you cannot be so out of it to the point where you're not in reality saying that even though things should be good, you still have to live in reality and know that things are not good. So watch your six at all times. Like keep your head on a swivel at all times, but at the same time, hold motherfuckers accountable. Hold motherfuckers accountable. Because if it were me, like if I was... Boosie's baby mama and I knew that he had some female to come over and give my son a blowjob or a have sex with my son bro first off I'm coming for his daddy and then I'm coming for whoever that bitch is because you not you not gonna tell me as a mother you not gonna take my child's innocence like that you not I don't make it make sense because right now that shit don't. I don't I don't care how anybody in this world can justify it. And if you find if you try to find a way to justify it, you are the wrong type of human being walking this earth. Literally. Yeah, I cannot express that enough. That is the most horrid, disgusting, like children are to be protected. This is how we keep having so many fucked up individuals this is why so many of us are in are going to therapy now this is why so many of us are depressed so many of us are confused so many of us have anxiety because we we keep taking these kids innocence away we keep acting like children are not supposed to be children yeah they kids are smart as fuck yes they see a lot of shit on social media they see a lot of shit with these tablets and these phones make these motherfuckers go outside Make them go outside. Make them be kids. Let them be kids. That's the only way to protect them. Allow them to be kids as long as they possibly can. And going out and getting your child some pussy is not allowing them to be a child. Thanks. Thanks. I'm off my soapbox. I can't follow up behind that. It's <laughs> Uh, I'm off my soapbox. So I mean, I'm I'm gonna just tie that into with uh, my segment, my uh, BBG segment, my beginning <laughs> better growth segment. Uh, just man, take care of your community. You know what I'm saying? Be, we need the village back. Yeah. So I mean, shit, all this ties in. Yeah. Keep the village. Protect your community. Uh, Men, let's let's do better at protecting our black women, women overall, but especially our black women. Fuck that, black, black women. You said what you said. Fuck that. You well, said what I, you said. I, black I, women. I, I 
Unemployed. You speaking to you speaking to the black community. You were speaking. You said our no, community. You speak and I and we I respect that. And I respect that. I do. I really so do. That, but at the that same 0.5%, time, at, that that point five percent cap. Listen, because no, nope, them white folk. I digress. Is, is, is harming our black folk. I digress. We need them white folks. We need them white folks to get their shit together too, because they harming our black folks. <laughs> You don't even want my opinion. No, on that I don't. <laughs> we might lose some listeners on that one. So, uh, <laughs> anything but, else? No, just like I say, man, protection is key. That's, Ooh, that's, that's those those few words, those three words. Yeah, those three words. Protection, protection is, is key. Okay. You, were you, you were I had your to. Fingers. I had to. I was not. I you had to count it. Is. No, <laughs> because when you were counting the words, I was watching you count the syllables. So I was like, I, I'm I trying to make sure. You, you know syllables. what? I said, I'm looking. Look, I'm looking. Okay. 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 No okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. You on that bullshit? Can you? Can we wrap this up? Can we wrap this up? Yeah, let's do something you don't do. What? Wrap it up. Come on. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Use a dirty hoe. Anyways, on that note, that was his truth. And that was her truth. And somewhere in all of that shit is the, the real, real truth. truth. And we're going to holler at y'all next week. What's up? This is Dev G. And this is Nika T. And this is His, his Hers, and, and the, the Truth, truth Podcast. podcast.